You know why I pulled you over? Depends how long you were following me! Why don't we just take it from the top? Here goes! I sped! I followed too closely! I ran a stop sign! I almost hit a Chevy! I sped some more! I failed to yield at a crosswalk! I changed lane in the intersection! I changed lanes without signaling while running a red light and speeding! Is that all? No! I have unpaid parking tickets! Be gentle! No, well, that's it. <laughs> that's, that's all it. I have to do, I think. Like, I, I don't see, any, I don't see any reason way. to redo that. I mean, gentlemen, you can't fight in here. This is the war room. You can't handle the truth. King Kong ain't got shit on me. I am the I'm so much crazier. I am the one who knocks. Go ahead. Make my day. And welcome back to your favorite podcast of all time, Facing Off. I'm one of your co-hosts, Layla, and That's I'm joined so by two of my co- my two favorite two of my favorite humans, my co-hosts, yes. Nick and Gabe. Yes, it is. Welcome back, boys. Uh, thank <laughs> Just you. not paying uh, attention at back. all. <laughs> no, I'm here. I, I, I'm I'm back, and I'm welcomed. Uh, so fabulous. I appreciate it. Um, we're really <laughs> lucky this week because we're joined by a friend of the pod, Lean. Welcome. Hello, everybody. Lean, what Yay. up? Hello, um, hello. Thanks for having me on. Of course. Gabe, do you want to introduce our friend? Yeah. So <laughs> I've yeah. actually only hung out with Lean one time before this, but it was a very fun night. Um, she's really awesome. I'll let her uh, talk about herself a bit. But um, Lean, super big that we're having you on after just meeting once. Because, like that, that's pretty rare. But yep. then, when you told you were hanging out with Alexa, correct, and you told Alexa how much you loved Jim Carrey, and yeah. she started texting me, I was like, "Okay, I don't care if I've never met you. <laughs> you're coming yeah. on any pod if you're a big Jim Carrey fan, and it- you're younger. And that is to be a Jim Carrey fan. That's like a rarity under thirty years old." Honestly, yeah. I'm honored and flattered. Yeah, the re- the way it came up was actually hilarious because I was discussing how it's kind of one of my uh, deal breakers um, when it comes to talking to somebody. If they're not a Jim Carrey fan, we're not going to get along. Um, so oh, that's wow. kind of that's kind of how it came up with Alexa, and she was like, "Wait a second, um, would you want to be on a podcast with Gabe?" That's some good like, criteria. Definitely. I like that criteria. Right? You need you need to add it onto the list. Um, I didn't yeah. all the other red flags. I don't care as long as you like Jim I Carrey. I am curious, but I think that is the most important red flag. No, you got to add it onto the list for sure. Um, and I am yeah. younger, so that's a good thing to know. <laughs> but I will give my credit for my love of Jim Carrey to my older brother who made me watch all love of his it. movies. Shout out. Growing up, so shout out to him. Love that. I would do the same thing. Um, my brother, like, literally grew up with these. Like, I, he was in his teens when it were, when Jim Carrey was, like, hitting his stride. Yeah. Like, I was mm-hmm. too sense. young to watch any of them when they first came out. But then yeah. it became like an important catalog. I think my brother wouldn't be like close to me if I didn't like Jim Carrey. <laughs> I, there you go. It's another I would have been disowned. 
Yeah. Yeah. These are also well, like, speaking of, two like kind of yeah. household Jim Carrey films. I feel like these are like family household Jim Carrey movies that like all of us watched on TV for sure. Um, so we are comparing mm-hmm. Yes Man and Liar Liar this week. I will be moderating this episode. Um, boys, do you guys have like a quick one-liner as to why we're doing it? It's pretty self-explanatory, I feel like. But These are movies in which Jim Carrey, <laughs> Jim Carrey's character is unable or must say things in a certain way Done. yeah it yeah, yeah you could put right? it simply like that it's basically like two people that are um incapable yes, of having a, like yeah. and learns a moral like meaningful lesson. relationships with the people around them or any like actual interest in the things that they're doing and then they are essentially cursed even though it's a blessing that they get but they're each cursed with only being able to say or or do one type of thing. Um, It is like kind of like a common type comedy trope, but he has like nailed it. (laughs) He has two of them. He has two of them. No, he's three because like Bruce Almighty kind of. (laughs) It's like he gets powers in that, but he abuses it. For sure. Yeah, I mean, there's kind of similarities in a lot of his movies. The mask is kind of similar. Very true. Like some like a guy who's not able to get the attention of people around him. Like we could also have done. It's all life lessons, you know. We should do the mask in Bruce Almighty. Probably we could do the mask in Bruce Almighty. Or uh, (laughs) there's a couple others that uh I think I have. You just need the whole Jim Carrey series, apparently. So yeah, yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Love that. Um, all right. So because we've got a guest on, I'm going to do a quick reminder of how we do things here. Um, so we compare both movies and categories, our own special categories, against a rating scale of one to seven. Is everybody ready to get started? Yeah. <laughs> yes, all man. We are going to go ahead and start with actoring today. Um, actoring is, you know, obviously how someone portrays their roles but also we like to say see actoring as directors and how actors are directed and how the writing plays a role in the roles as well so let's get started uh nick you you touted that you had a lot to say so let's start with actoring for liar liar relatively more to say uh, we'll just be honest about it. And it is about... <laughs> nice, yeah. <laughs> How many times are we going to do that this <laughs> podcast? Or say yes, man. Um, liar, liar, actoring. So I think it's... Um, I, have no, I have no qualms. I have no issues with anybody in this movie. Jennifer Tilly is doing a Jennifer Tilly, which I think is great. I, I only think of Kristen Wiig yeah. doing Jennifer yeah. Tilly in the Back to the Future. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God, Auditions, yeah. yeah. Um, and I think, uh, everyone is just like doing their thing. The late nineties were a simpler time. I feel, um, we just had everyone just, just doing a thing and movies were chill and Jim Carrey was overacting and it was okay. And that is actually his own. There's, did you guys watch the end of the the bloopers? The bloopers, uh, liar, liar. Yeah. Overactor. (laughs) And then he like cracks up and he's like, you got me. That's what that's what his shtick is, and his shtick is like full form and liar liar. I really have no issues with any, like, there's no like major character writing issues or like actors that bother me. Um, I always can't. I can never figure out how to say. Is it Carrie Elwes? Elwes. Elwes. Yeah. Elwes. For a while, I used to say use, but he's like it's a Welsh name. Okay. okay. Is it Elwes? Elwes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He's fine. It takes you sec. It took me a second to figure out who he was, and I don't think I would have figured it out. It would have taken even longer. I mean, 
read his name for like a half a second at the beginning. This um, is like right past peak Carrie Elwes. Yeah. Uh, and he's, what I really like about his character is he's like, he's kind of pitted as the antagonist, but he's not at all. He's just like a nice dude. Um, and then it just kind of works at the end where he's like, he got his dad back and I'm going to go to Boston and everything's chill. He's just like, not like a bad dude. And it all just works out. Um, I'm going to give it like a five. I have no issues. Nothing's like amazing. I don't think it's my favorite Jim Carrey of all time, uh, but it works for me. Um, and he's doing his, he's doing a shtick. All right. Doing his like shtick. prime shtick. Love that. All right. Lean, please yeah. give us your thoughts. Yeah. Happy to give my take on this one. So I actually have a score for Jim Carrey himself and then the whole other cast. Cause I think Love that's, Love it. that's important here. That's a good call. Yeah. For Jim, it's a seven. It has to be a seven. Um, you know, people give him crap for his overacting, but that's just who he is. Um, the director was amazing. So he actually worked with him on Ace Ventura, found that out. Um, and he's really good about just giving Jim his space. I'm, called, I'm also first name basis, apparently. Giving him his space to really do his thing. And you can see that in the film. There's a lot of improv. There's a lot of, you know, Jim Carrey doing Jim Carrey. Um, you know, you never know what face, noise or what he's going to say. Um, so it's a seven for him. Um, the others, I gave him a three. I mean, I feel like they were just, they were there. The <laughs> film was centered around, you know, Jim Carrey and his characters. Did the other people do amazingly? Mm, maybe, but it wasn't their best work. Wow, wow, wow. Huh. Love that. Some controversy. All right, Gabriel. <laughs> I, the mean of your two scores okay, so is five. Here's the way I look about it, like comedies. Yeah. Um, yeah, I agree. Like if there is a central uh, comic figure or like three of them or something, if it's like a buddy comedy type thing. Yeah, like the Three um, Stooges. Yeah, or like Three Stooges. Yeah, exactly. But like if... I will rate their performance based on like how funny they are and like how committed they are. But I do think in general comedies like pure comedies like this one are uh, like this one is don't really, I don't need to see like great acting out of everyone. I need to see serviceable acting. And there are so many comedies where there are really bad side actors or Mm -hmm. people that are trying to join in on the bit and just aren't doing it. And I love that. Like, nobody's in on the bit that he's doing here and it allows him to go off and he works so well with them. And I think, I genuinely think the chemistry between the actors is really good. Like, I think there is a version of Maura Tierney's character that would have just been like really poorly written and there was no character to her. But even in their interactions, there's like, she perfectly plays the, Uh I'm so sick of this guy but he does have a charm and it does work on me. I also think the kid like top five cutest kid in a movie and he works really well. (laughs) He reminds me of like the kid in Jerry Maguire. Like those two kids are just like iconic for me because I would watch those movies all the time, but also they, they interact with this like crazy person so well. Um, I think like, you just have to go back to ni- from 1994 to 2000. Nobody could ever do what Jimmy, what Jim, Ca- Jimmy, Car- Jimmy, um, what Jim Carrey was doing. 
No one. Wow. He went on this run. It, like, even just between, like, 1994 and 1998, he went on an unprecedented run. And I think, like, at this point, no actor has done that in terms of, like, if they're sticking with one genre. He ended up branching out into other genres to, like, high success and, like, the lowest of lows. Um, but he was just nonstop hilarious. He's so in his pocket in this movie. He's like out of fucking control. He can't. I, I was watching it, rewatching now. I was like, he doesn't have a single throwaway moment. He can't say a single line in this movie without there being some weird thing, as Lean put it, like some noise coming out, some like <laughs> weird movement he's doing. He's like, even before he starts lying, he's the most absurd human being that's ever existed <laughs> in this movie. Like, it's just not believable. But there's this commitment to the bit that, like, the only other actor I could think that, like, fully commits themselves to movies is, like, Tom Cruise. For a totally different reason. But no, I mean, like, he's, Tom Cruise is going to die because he's so committed to his action and stuff. Like, I he's can just argue, fully in that. I can argue the same thing about Jim Carrey. <laughs> no, I, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, the, it's them two and, like, <laughs> no one else that fully commits to this. And this movie does not work without that. For and sure. There, there can't be another movie no. like that. And so just him being that great and the actors being, like, serviceable around him. I think I'm going to go with like a six. Yeah. But I mean, I, though I like other Jim Carrey movies, like he is during this period, he doesn't miss. So it's like, just cause I like a movie more doesn't mean that he's any better or worse than either of them. I thought about a six. <laughs> it might just be because this isn't my favorite Jim Carrey movie that I didn't, but I don't know if that's fair. But even like, if, if it's, it's not your favorite other, Jim Carrey. Yeah. I think you're, yeah, yeah, exactly. He's doing his yeah. bit at the peak of his bit. Yeah. I'll, I'll move to a six. He was in and Leon, I didn't know what to give you. I did seven plus three divided by two, which is five. But I feel like you want to have a higher score than five. Yeah, let's do it higher because I mean, it is a Jim Whoa. Carrey movie. We're gonna go to six. Yeah, wow, we'll wow, wow. Six. I object. You would hag. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Gabe. Um, why don't you kick us off with Yes Man since you just went on a roll? Oh, woof. Well, I remember the times of Yes Man uh, when that came out. And I went to go see it. It had been a good amount of time since we'd seen Jim Carrey in, like, a classic Jim Carrey. Yes, 2008 movie. Yeah, because, like, a few years earlier, I think, like, maybe three years earlier, he did Fun with Dick and Jane, which he's very funny in it. But, like, it's not a good movie at all. (laughs) And before that, you'd have to go to, like, I think How the Grinch Stole Christmas for his other comedy and, like, he's, he's amazing in How the Grinch Stole Christmas, but it's not, like, classic. Jim like, Carrey. Even his bits are, but the it movies is. aren't a classic, yeah. like, Jim Carrey yeah. movie. Yeah. And so I, the, I remember going to the theater with my brother and just being so thrown off by what his face looked like at that point. Because he had done, since he was really, I mean, he was, like, this insanely popular comedian um, for stand-up comedy at Mm -hmm. a really young age. And then he was doing sketch comedy. But all of his 
comedy is physical bits and especially with his face and you could really tell he like stretched out his face it didn't look the same it looked uncomfortable he looked so much older and it it's just so bizarre that i i can never really get past it especially when you see him when he was like in his heyday um I do think that when he starts getting into the yes stuff, he's just got this electric energy that's so fun to see, and I just I can't hate it. And he delivers a lot of lines in a very funny way in an otherwise like poorly written script. Um, yeah. I I actually it's not good drunk acting, but the scene where he's drunk is very funny, and it's like a specific style of drunk acting that cracks me up. Like the part when he like winks at the audience and and he's like. Let's give him a show. Let's really try to live this up. Like, he's fucking funny in that because it's Jim Carrey. Uh And this movie could have been the worst movie ever without Jim Carrey in that role. Um, But actually, like, the the, two saving graces of this movie are Reese Darby, the guy who plays his boss, um, who who plays Norm, who's so funny in every scene in this. So, like... He's like a perfect type of like Michael Scott type character, but like a way nicer and more sincere such, one. Such a funny actor. Uh, but he just doesn't get any like sarcasm. He doesn't know like sayings and stuff. He thinks he came up with all them. Uh, and then also John Michael Higgins, who's <laughs> also good. like John Michael Higgins will just pop up in a movie and just be like the funniest person in it. Like in the breakup where he like is at the dinner table and uh, he's trying to get them to do the like, acapella thing (laughs) and he's like Gary on the kick drum but anyways in this movie he is like right when he shows up at the bank I'm like oh okay this movie's actually gonna like turn into a funny movie and it like it's important to have those guys so like I said with Liar Liar where like side performances could be really bad in a comedy and bring it down this one is like it's kind of helped by these random side performances that being said there's a lot of other side performances that I could just do without. I don't think Bradley Cooper needed to be in this, but like this is early Bradley Cooper. Um, oh, I actually, you know what? I'd be I, before I hand it off. I'd be remiss to say, or to not say, um, that Terrence Mann is is fucking incredible in this movie. The scene where he does the molehill thing. He's like, if the molehill won't come to. What does he say? <laughs> Won't come to Terrence. Terrence, we'll come to the molehill. And then he like yes. runs out of his shoes yeah, yeah, and then yeah. gets up to his face. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, I borderline an Oscar worthy performance for about like two minutes of this movie. <laughs> yeah. So uh, with that being said, I'm giving it a seven out of seven. I'm kidding. I'm going to give it a four. Okay. Uh, Nicholas. <laughs> I'm going to give it a three because I think Jim Carrey is phoning it in. Mm-hmm in this movie and it bothered me. I also think yeah. Zoe Deschanel's character is written by a oh, f- Zoe. by a moron. <laughs> um, <laughs> but those two things, I, I agree with everything else you said. I have a, um, except for the thing about Bradley Cooper, I don't care what he's doing in any movie he's ever been in. I'm cool with it <laughs> because he's Bradley Cooper. It's also like he kind of be- a great era for him. I feel like, Every time I see him in one of like these Bradley movies, yes I'm man, always no like shocked by it a little bit, but in like oh. such a good way because I'm like, he doesn't make movies like this anymore. I was and- in my living room, folding laundry, <laughs> hooting and hollering that Bradley Cooper was in Yes Man. It's, wow. it's insane. 
<laughs> I mean, now he's like so particular. Yeah, like, yeah. he would so never particular. do something. Never like, again. Yeah, he had to get. He had yeah. to get that money. He had to get the. He had to fill his bag. Oh, lonely it's a fun. Guy. It's a fun era for him, though. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I just think Jim Carrey is phoning it in. Uh, I think that it's very clearly a movie that was written um, and kind of created. Yeah, it was written. With, it was just it was clearly it was a movie that was written. Mm-hmm. Um, it was clearly, it was just like an engine for Jim Carrey, but not like an engine that Jim Carrey gave a shit about. So, mm-hmm. like, he just is in it, and you, I f- could feel that. And I watched it before I watched Liar Liar. So I feel like I wasn't, like, painting it with... Liar 97 Jim Carrey I was just kind of like I kind of just could feel that he did not there are a lot of scenes that he just does not seem like he really cares that he's in this movie mm. uh, in um, and that that sucks I don't think that it's like awful but I do think that there's a lot of like issues beyond just Jim Carrey's general phoning in in this uh, so I'm going to give it a three okay all right, Lean, are you going to come at these boys, or are we agreeing with them? No, I'm kind of agreeing. I was going to say like a 3.54, so I'm right Love it, the point fives are coming out. Yeah. 3.54. She brought in yeah. the second. Making Nick's job hard tonight. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. To yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, so it's, it's unique in that, like, you're, you know, it's a comedy and you know, Jim Carrey's in it and then you're expecting something and then it, that's not what it is. Um, and I think that's kind of what the miss is, is Jim Carrey was not able to do his thing in this film. Um, and I was actually reading about it and I think it was the director or producer. They, they didn't want him to do his thing. They wanted him to go somewhere in between his comedy and his serious role. And did he do that? I would say so. I think he did that. Um, well, they there were a couple... made a more serious movie if they were going to do that. <laughs> you know, I saw that they were they were considering getting Jack Black to do it, which I thought was really uh... funny because when I was watching it, I was literally I thought about Jack Black. But um, huh? Yeah, I think then that's could have done Yes Man and Shallow Hell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I guess if that's his, that's what they were going for. That is what they got. Um, there were very few clips where you got you know the Jim Carrey, you know, identity in mm-hmm. there, but yeah, wasn't fully there. Um, the other characters, once again, they're okay. Zoe's character was, you know, a nice supplement. Um, but yeah, I, I guess my score is closer to a four though, because I do have to give him credit that, um, you know, when he goes on his whole like, yes train and then mm-hmm. learns Korean, learns guitar, he goes bungee jumping um, I actually read he did all those things. He he oh, actually cool. taught wow. himself Commitment. Korean. He taught himself guitar, and yeah. he insisted that he was the one who drew the bungee jump and not a stuntman. So Jack Carey really so is really the is Tom Cruise. Cruise. So he, is Tom Cruise. <laughs> he really yeah, is the Tom Cruise of Jim Carrey. Movie. Holy shit! Yeah, yeah, take a suck on that, Maverick. <laughs> <laughs> so I have to give him credit there for sure. He played the role that yeah. they wanted him to play. So when he did it, well. yeah, that's. That's I love awesome. That. I love he that. He actually really he really does come alive in that like <clears throat> the learning Korean scene. Yeah. Like that's like so Jim Carrey yeah, in yeah, that yeah. scene. Yeah. What did he just call me? Um <laughs> Yeah, no, I also like rem- like yeah. in terms of phoning it in, it is kind of bizarre because I think the next year or something he did I Love You Philip Morris, which is like a super random movie. 
Um, but he like really commits to his like bit in that. It's him and Ewan McGregor. It's he's like a total like con artist. It, it's it's interesting. But um, yeah, I I think I'm between both of you guys. Maybe perfect. Um, so I think we're gonna just kind of move into spectac hilarity. Um, because you guys have already addressed a lot of the comedy in the mm-hmm. movies. This category in general is about just engagement all around, but specifically with comedy films, we try to focus on how funny you thought it was. Um, so, Lean, I'm just going to have you kind of continue on with what you were talking about with Yes Man and kind of maybe summarize how engaged you were and if you felt like there were unfunny parts and if you got pulled out. Yeah, I I would give it another four. Um it kind of to echo exactly what I was saying, if you're looking for a Jim Carrey comedy, this is not going to be the one I would recommend first. Was it funny? Yes. Are you engaged? Yes. Am I nearly as engaged as I was in Liar Liar? No. Uh, so I'll give it a four. Love that. Yeah. Okay. Give- Did this movie cause the financial collapse? <laughs> oh, pr- I mean, there's no way of definitively mm-hmm. saying no. Yeah. It's a theory. That's true. Yeah. Proven here today uh, at this podcast. Gabriel, why don't you talk yeah. about this? Yeah, not proven. I'm like, not proven wrong. <laughs> a lot of me really wants to go with the average too, because, like, though it's tougher and tougher on rewatch, which we could get to later, like, I do still enjoy watching certain segments of this. I just, like, I honestly really hate the first, like, 15, 20 minutes of this movie. Yeah, like, it's actually, like, painful awesome. to watch when they're just, like, like showing how mopey he is about everything. It's just like, he's, he's still doing a bit in those and it doesn't work for how like negative this person is supposed to be. So I actually don't think that he ended up doing that, like toe the line thing that they wanted him to do. Um, but it's, it's really, like I said, like once John Michael Higgins just like pops in and throws the rock at the bank and then you get to the like, yes, like conference, the movie really comes alive. Like, you even get like Jim Carrey like running through the hills when he when he um, like drives the homeless guy up to Elysian Park, oh, yeah. and he's like running and he's like talking to himself at the gas station. It's just like it starts becoming more classic Jim Carrey, and it becomes more upbeat and fun. Um, like I said earlier, like all the norm scenes are so funny. Like I I don't know why but my brother and i always like die of laughter in the scene where they're talking with the vp of the bank and there's some like stupid joke and there's like that casual laugh and then norm just keeps laughing um i have the same it's like actually like a terrifying moment when it happens (laughs) but he is just so socially unaware in that scene and it's fantastic um I one thing that doesn't really work as well is that they're relying too much on dialogue comedy for a guy who is totally known for his physical um, humor. Mm-hmm. Like that's always been his thing. Not to say that he's not funny in the way that he says a line, but this movie is purely like, here's how I'm going to say the lines with just like brief moments of physical comedy, like him taping his face and like, like little things like that. So it, it just kind of, 
I, I don't know. It, it just does, it doesn't quite work. But there are like, I don't know what it is about this movie. There's a lot of corniness that kind of still works for me. Like, I think the whole third eye blind scene is actually like still enjoyable to watch. It's so stupid that it's good. Stuck in my head for like three days. Yeah. This movie too. I like a lot of the like dates that he goes on uh, with. Yeah. I don't remember if her name's like Allison in it. Allison. Uh, I think her name is Allison. Yeah. Mm. I think a lot of those are like pretty, um, pretty enjoyable. And like there, I don't have to be laughing hard to know that I like kind of like this. It's, it's kind of a nice enough story that I'm into that. But do I laugh hard throughout no do i laugh throughout kinda uh yeah four out of seven i think i'll also go four. it just kind of like like you guys said it just kind of like waxes and wanes a lot there's a lot of like now this isn't working and then all of a sudden like jim carrey's back and it's working or we have one of the side characters that's funny or um one of those like longer bits some of the montage stuff um, like you guys were talking about, like is really funny and really works. Other parts just like lull really bad. And it's not, you know, it's just like not a well, super well developed movie. Are we talking in this category about things that distracted us from yeah. the movie watching yeah. experience as well? Absolutely. Okay. I'd be remiss not to bring up that it's yeah, a little weird. Phrase. Okay. Go okay. Ahead. It's a little weird. Gary. <laughs> 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 The Jim Carrey and Zoe Deschanel are uh, romantic opposites in this movie. I know that an older man and a younger woman can be in love, but I don't quite buy it, and it's a little strange. Yeah, I, I also found that weird. She's done that twice. Like she did that in Elf. Hey, too. that can happen. People can do that. Yes, I'm I'm cool with it. I don't buy it in Yes Man. It's not super well fleshed out. It's kind of distracting to me. Well, do they ever specify um, his age? They kind of just no, but the wrinkles on his I face. Think his face are <laughs> there, in reality, there there was an eighteen year gap between them when they filmed. Yeah. Oh yikes! <laughs> well, yeah, let's talk rough. about that in Legacy. I'll, I'll be <laughs> yeah. I mean, like it's just it doesn't. It, yeah, beyond like the just the, like the math, <laughs> it just doesn't like I don't. Like the chemistry quite, isn't there is what you're the saying. The chemistry is not there, yes. I don't <laughs> buy it. It's not like something I'm like, oh, yeah, they're, they're definitely in love. Um, it's distracting. It takes you out. Yeah. I, I've right. seen this movie a good amount of times, and like I, I still laugh at really random moments. So like that kind of like gets me to that four range because, oh, like, yeah, for yeah, instance, yeah. like when I mean, for sure. when it's the fun. third eye blind scene is happening – and someone is speaking Korean to him or whatever about like there's a guy up on the roof and he starts running out and she's like what's going on and then he just says it in Korean. He goes, yeah. I mean, there's someone on the roof. <laughs> yeah. It's there's it's like good. They bring, still get, burst out. It isn't horrible. It isn't yeah. unwatchable. It's definitely like still a funny like like little movie. You know what I mean? A so, little movie. It's a funny um, little movie. All right, Nick. While you're going, why don't you go do liar liar for us? Uh, pretty, pretty much. It's a seven. I mean, I don't know what else. It's funny all the way through. It just like does it for me. It's not even my favorite Jim Carrey movie. And he still really does it for me. Um, because it is such a compact, simple plot. Yeah. Um, and there's enough, there's a, a really nice blending of like the general through line and like some of the like 
bigger things. I mean, it happens in like one day. The movie itself is like 48 hours and then one year later. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Or maybe less, 36 hours and one year later. Um, and it just like super works for me the whole time. So seven, nothing took me out. Um, something funny or meaningful in every scene. Um, all the court stuff also like super works for me and is, <laughs> is very funny. Love that. All right, lean. Yeah, I would have to completely agree with that. Um, it's going to be a seven for me as well. Um, I think the part that really keeps it so engaging is so much of it is improv and you, I guess yeah. the average mm. person doesn't, you know, think about that going in, but it is. So you're really engaged the as if like, you're watching an improv show. You really don't know what's going to be said or done next, um, which makes it great to watch. Uh, you know, there were some serious moments, um, but they were short and sweet. So just enough for me. So yeah. yeah seven. Love that. That's short and sweet. Gabe. <laughs> I mean, it has to be a seven. Just, be, I mean, we always talk about runtime. This movie's eighty-seven minutes. What Beautiful. a fucking dream! And Late it is. We love those. Time. There's, there's <laughs> nothing wasted in this movie. There's not a single wasted moment. Okay. Like, there are sad moments, like with his son, but there may be about thirty seconds in total if you added up all of them, where it's just his son. Well, like, yeah, but it, and it really works because if there's any more than that, you don't like Jim Carrey's yeah. character. Like you said at the right. beginning, like the relationship that Maura Tierney's. Is that her name? Maura Tierney's yeah. character, who, by the way, total aside, they slight her at least twice in the opening yeah, paragraph of her IMDb. IMDb thing, and it's really weird. Um, they it's call her they on. call her an odd but compelling beauty, which is <laughs> not a nice thing to say about somebody, um, and it's also not true. Yeah, um, yeah. But to your point, if you have too much of that, you don't like Jim Carrey's character. He's not a likable guy. Like if you focus too much on that. The movie doesn't work. Oh, totally. And and he hooks you in with that. I mean, this movie, you can't be distracted. Like, you can not like Jim Carrey if you're a weirdo um, and you miss out on dating lean. But um, <laughs> you, like, <laughs> you... Like, if you don't like Jim Carrey, sucks for you, but you're going to be engaged in this movie regardless because he's doing a bit in every single thing and it's crazy. And I actually think about it. Is there any actor out there today that can do the pen is blue scene? No. No. And actually, like, it's kind of insane that we've gotten to a point that we don't have, like, physical comedy like that anymore. And then people will be like, well, they don't make comedies like they used to because they got to be politically correct. And I'm like... No, there's nothing about that scene that's controversial. There's just no one out there that could do what Jim Carrey does. And the unfortunate thing is some people try to do that physical comedy stuff. And then I'm just like, oh, they're doing a shitty Jim Carrey. (laughs) But there's got to be someone like genuinely interested in doing like I I think of like people like Max Greenfield playing Schmidt. There are moments where he does physical comedy that really, really works for me. And I wish we had more movies like that um, Mm -hmm. where people are doing that. Um, I know I'm a child, but I die of laughter every time there's the scene where he's in the elevator with the <laughs> woman with I big boobs. Like, <laughs> it's the most gif gifable scene. It's so funny, and he is so like. It, of course, that's where it's like you can't make this movie today because Jim Carrey was just willing to go like the furthest possible. Um, but 
I just I there's no there's no loss like sound in this movie. If he's in the courtroom, he's constantly like making noises into himself like he's like fucking up his hair he's like banging on the table he's excessively drinking water <laughs> exactly and i every time it's in the trial like any moment in the trial like I, regardless of the number of times i've seen this movie like i am hurting in my stomach from laughing so hard cuz he's just so insane um I yeah I don't know I like the whole airport sequence like I completely forgot that was even in the movie where he <laughs> goes onto the conveyor belt and then is in the bag and like breaches out of it just like in like Ace Ventura yeah. when nature calls <laughs> and I just it's it's wonderful it's a seven it's not even my favorite Jim Carrey movie yeah but it's, it's so much still, more engaging such a classic than anything yep very much a classic um, Gabe I'm gonna have you keep talking because you already a little bit addressed some of the originality of Jim Carrey and his humor and what he does in this movie. So we're going to stay with liar, liar, and we're going to do originality. Yeah. I I mean, I kind of want to just like go off of what Nick was saying earlier. It's like a very, very simple concept done very well. So like sometimes we talk about how creative these movies are, but it's more like, are you adding something to what's already been made? And he totally is. And they, and they, the plot of this movie is so like simple that it's almost genius. Like the way that the structure works because of this idea is like, man, these guys struck gold when they Mm -hmm. got this idea. Like a lawyer, like, first of all, lawyers and liars. That's always been like a thing. Trust me. I'm a lawyer. I get that all the time, (laughs) but like to, to have this whole plot about this like moment where he needs to represent the literally they, they concocted like the most despicable client that you could ever have like this she is the worst case scenario unless you are a corrupt lawyer and to have him only be able to tell the truth through that is actually fucking brilliant um so kudos to the writers for that um I, it, it's insanely accurate how, like, a lot of the things that he says in this movie, like what he says to the homeless guy that's outside, that um, he, like, can spare some change, but he won't. And really, he just wants to get to his office without looking at the Western, the, the decay of Western society. <laughs> and he shout, but he's like, and also I'm cheap. And, like, yeah. just n- nails that whole scenario. Then you get like there's a small claims court joke that happens at one point, and it is very true. Our justice system is incredibly inefficient. Where if you do have someone like mess up your car and you have to take them to court, you're not going to get anything. And even if you did, it's just going to waste all your time. So I just they take this simplicity and turn it into the best possible version without taking it too far. And you could see a version of this in a very silly kevin james or adam sandler movie that is just like so over the top and doesn't work that i have to give it like a i don't know i'm almost at a six because they just don't make movies like they used to (laughs) nick do you want to yeah i mean i to your point um i'll just say there are a bajillion ways to mess this movie up to make this movie in a way that does not work that isn't funny or cute or entertaining or 
uh, meaningful. There's definitely a bajillion ways to make this so that it doesn't stick in the zeitgeist. There's like two, one or two ways to get this to work, and they nailed it. Like, this movie just works super well. It's always good to watch. It's there's there's nothing like. I mean, we'll talk about it like later, but it doesn't age poorly. Like there are not very many ways to like nail this specifically this movie, uh, as well as Liar Liar nails it. And like you're capitalizing on Jim Carrey after he's gained massive popularity and done his shtick, and then they they kind of lower the the level of shtickiness just ever so slightly and he's like allowed to just be himself in a movie that's simple enough that he doesn't have to do anything crazy like he has to do in you know ace ventura um dumb and dumber is another uh even funnier example i think of that kind of because you but then but even in that you have another person to kind of also have him play his comedy off of and this is just him doing his thing there are not very many ways to make this, or not very many ways to make this work, um, and they made it work about as well as you possibly could. So I am always almost a seven. I'm gonna give it a six. I don't think it's seven worthy, but it's okay. just the creativity thing, I, I guess, for me. But I'm yeah, I'll yeah. St- I mean, it's I'll not do, yeah, I'll it's not the most creative idea of all six. time. So I guess that's why it's yeah, not a seven. Yeah. All right, Lean. Yeah, no, I'll keep this one short and sweet. I agree with everything you guys said. I also had it at a six. Um, is a storyline the most elaborate thing? No, it is quite predictable, but it's a comedy, so it's fine. You know, the comedy makes right. up for it. Totally. Um, so I'm okay with it. And actually, one thing I also read about the film is apparently this was very much rejected in Hollywood when they try to pitch this movie. Um, apparently, uh-huh. it made people cringe. Um, but... Um, I guess exactly. they, yeah, yeah. They change a producer or something, and then they committed to it. And people are still talking about it today. Not to get into legacy, but um, it is very you know. <laughs> we do that all the time. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It definitely stands. <sighs> so, so true. It's not a tight ship here. <laughs> really it, not. <laughs> yeah. No, Wait. It, to be fair, this movie is cringe if it's not Jim Carrey. Yeah, that's so what I'm. That's what that. I'm saying. Yeah. Like, there's, yeah, a hundred percent. I could see why it would be rejected. It's kind of cringy, but it doesn't work unless you do it this exact way. Unless you have an eighty-seven-minute-long movie with Jim Carrey shticking the whole time, does this movie work? Stick it in my veins. Um, sorry to cut you off, but so yeah, many I mean, times. Like, yeah. <laughs> I hope you realize. Well, we got one Jewish person on the pod, so <laughs> it works. <laughs> Well, we've cut you off. Please continue. Oh, yeah. I mean, I guess, yeah. My last statement on that is that um, is it an original storyline compared to all movies? No. But does it stand out amongst comedies? Most definitely. Love that. Yeah. Love that. Totally. Um, Why don't you just continue and talk about originality of Yes Man? Um, I had it before, (laughs) but now I'm like, eh. I guess the reason I had it, I had it at a four because I like the moral piece of this movie, right? And um, I really write up on these movies, guys. That's also another reason why Jim even even took it. It was he was like it was the moral piece of it that he like kind of believed and thought it would be nice to kind of promote. So um, I said, you know, four because of that. Um, yeah. 
I feel very whatever in this category. <laughs> That's. I feel you. This is how I always feel in originality, so I get yeah. that so well, deeply. We've had some recently that like originality could be really explored, but it is a tough one. Yeah, it's just like how Go do ahead, you Gabe. how do you quantify or qualify like what <laughs> sticks out in a genre? Right. Um, it, it's tough. I mean, I agree with you. It's such a it's it's a nice moral concept, and it's very harmless. And it's very simple. Yeah. And that works. Again, it's like, I can't believe we got all the way to 2008 and there was like a room of producers that are like, wait, has anyone done this before? Yeah. Because <laughs> now we're just getting like the same it's thing based on over a, and over uh, and over It's again. based on an autobiographical... Um, like someone who an became a yes man? Yeah, really? someone who tried to do... See, that's Like cool. a social experiment the guy did is like his own little case study, I think. There's yeah, a I version of this, this movie that could have... Yeah. Oh, you did. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, like, there's a version of this that could have been just like an adaptation of that, and it would have been like really nice and sweet. But like, it's yeah. kind of like, oh, is Jim Carrey available? We can actually kind of turn this into a liar, liar type thing. Like, <laughs> I actually remember that like problem. vividly. Like, I remember articles coming out right when it was coming out, being like the actual man that was the yes man. <laughs> like, I remember yeah, that that's cool. so. Well. That's funny. Yeah. So it's I'm, not like his story, but it's like taking that concept, and that's probably what you were talking about, Lean, where you were, you were talking yeah. about Jim Carrey. He, he must have maybe he read it. Maybe he thought that. I mean, it is a really nice notion, and and this is a time in Jim Carrey's career where he's not doing. I mean, he's not doing a lot. Doing a lot. Now he's really at a point where he does almost nothing except for playing Doctor Eggman. He cares more about his like art and stuff, but he, <laughs> and the Sonic <laughs> franchise. Yeah, and the Sonic. Um, I. It's so interesting, too, how, like, this movie really becomes more and more resonant when you get older and you have, like, those kind of responsibilities and you do, like, you start to slow down in your friendships with people or you go through something tough and it feels like, I mean, there there is definitely a version of this movie that could have been, like, going to a really depressing place before it picks up. And, um... That that I actually respect in this is nothing crazy, but it, it's nice enough that it works in the genre and stands out alone on that. I also, again, like you could see this movie going another way where it's like the same kind of like wacky concept and it's Adam Sandler and it totally fucking sucks. And it's like basically like a version of Click <laughs> and... I, I almost want to give this movie more credit for just being sufficient. Like it's, it's so rare for a comedy to be sufficient and that's such a low bar, but, and it's like a bar that was, you know, set by Jim Carrey and then it just got pushed down afterwards. You know, what's really weird about this is that Peyton Reed directed this of the Ant-Man franchise, but also of mm-hmm. bring it on fame. But, and then Nick Stoller was one of the writers and Nick Stoller is the guy who, like, brought us, like, almost everything with Jason Segel. Like, uh, uh, forgetting Sarah Marshall, but then all the, like, Muppet movies. and stuff. Like, Nick Stoller has become a really big mm. writer for this. And it's – both of those guys have been much more creative at different times in their career. But they made a serviceable one. So, four. Were you four, Lean? Yeah. You feel good with that? <laughs> I'll keep it at a four. For, for, right, but you convinced me of a four that it really was just sufficient, and that that was a lot. It's like at the convinced. time in two thousand eight, all you needed was like 
a sufficient comedy. Just don't cause a recession, yeah. and you really did a good job. Um, All right. Are we ready to I'm move I'm giving on? it a four. I'm yeah, giving yeah, it a four sure. as well. Love it. Okay. So it, when we do films like this, we sometimes swap out categories. So instead of doing eye candy this week, we are going to be doing quotability and rewatchability. <laughs> that was kind of hard. Um, we've kind of talked a little bit about both of those things. But Nick, why don't you kick us off? Um, let's just let's go to Liar Liar. Oh, thank you. I'm going to give it a seven. Um, because I, I just really didn't want to talk about Yes Man in this category. We need first. to take a break, yeah. It's going to be kind of negative. Uh, I, Liar Liar is a seven. I mean, I, I don't know if I would have said that a couple of days ago before rewatching it, but I'll rewatch the heck out of Liar Liar from now on. Like 87 minutes. Sign me I felt up. I need exact, something on while I'm way. doing laundry. Yes, man. Or uh, liar, liar. Not yes, man. <laughs> Never again. Um, no, man. No, no man. man. <laughs> um, need need to watch a movie on a plane and fly into like I don't know what's Nebraska, an hour and a half from here. What San Francisco? What, need. Yeah. San Francisco? Yeah, short one. Like three quarters of the way to Denver or Portland? Sure. Liar, liar, liar. 100%. That's the only two things that I could think of that take about an hour and a half. My laundry doesn't take an hour and a half, but boy, do I dilly dally the whole time. Mm. Uh, so I'm going to give it a seven. There's uh, quotability. Yeah. Yes, man. 100%. <laughs> Kayleen. I'm going to give it a seven. I don't, I don't know any. No, I love no that. Reason for I think me that's to, great. No reason for me to put this any lower, I think. I am on the liar, liar train now. Yeah. It's a good train yeah. to be on. I just want to, I'm, I'm not necessarily going next. I just wanted to, like, say why I came up with this, like, category specifically for comedies. Are you regretting why it now? I could, <laughs> no, no, no. No, I think it's actually, like, perfect for something like liar, liar, because the point I'm trying to make like this only applies to comedies because you know, like a good drama doesn't need to be rewatchable, but a good comedy should be something you want to see again to get more jokes. And a lot of times a really good comedy is one that sticks in your like friend groups and families and stuff Mm -hmm. because the quotes come out. And nowadays when it's just like a lot of gifts and stuff and, and memes, it's kind of like, it's got to speak to something like liar, liar that I can someone could send me something I'd be like oh shit that's actually from liar liar um, because there's so many gifts out there from that so that's kind of what I was talking about with the rewatchability and uh, quote just call this category gif ability gif ability works or culture ability um, here I'll lean why don't you go and I'll, I, I could close this on on liar liar yeah yeah definitely um, yes I will definitely have to give it a seven it's great um, I would quote it, but nobody would probably know what I'm quoting it from, except the, our Jim Carrey fanatics here. Uh, rewatchability, yeah. definitely, yes. I'm actually yeah. not really big on rewatching movies unless I love them, but this is one that I actually God, would it's like actively my favorite pastime. <laughs> it's like all unless, <laughs> unless I like really, yeah, but love I'm them. I'm with you, Lynn. Um, Lynn. Yeah, fair. Yes, <laughs> I would I would actively put this on. Um, so seven you know yeah. i read somewhere catholic, one time catholic wedding ceremony hour and a half done 
Yeah, we love a short What'd time. You say, Layla? I'm trying to think about. I was going to say that, that I read somewhere one time that like people that rewatch movies are like basically signifying that they're mentally ill because they like need to see the same thing like know yeah. what's gonna happen every single time <laughs> so it's like so, very like, anxious i watched people. cocaine bear <laughs> and i've been listening to jane by Stefferson Ste- <laughs> jefferson jefferson starship for like two weeks i love it that's the song at the beginning of wet hot American yes it is too. i know um but yeah, i probably you know listened to it 50 that? times after that too layla there's a whole sequence in the Fablemans, where when Spielberg was a kid, he needed to rewatch this train <laughs> crash all the time and then recreate it so he could keep watching it. And Spielberg should be institutionalized. Um, no. Uh, Side note. I, hot take. Lena, I'm so glad that you mentioned that you like get your like love of Jim Carrey from your brother. Because like, I, I think of any of these movies, like I, I think the one that I quote the most with my brother is Dumb and Dumber or Ace Ventura Pet, De- uh, Pet Detective. But this one is just like every one of these Jim Carrey movies I want to rewatch with my brother or just sit in a room nonstop saying quotes until we've yeah. gone through the entire movie. And you should definitely hang there, out with my brother because he usually talks. I would quotes. love to. Yeah, I there are just like there's also just like lines that my brother says all the time that I don't even rem- I can't remember because they all blend together. But like sometimes we'll be like having sex. Um, it's like every, every line is so good in this movie. Um, I, I, and a lot of them kind of like hit me harder this time. Like the, everything he says in the office building or like in his firm is so good. But now I really badly want to say to someone that like tries to talk to me and I don't know their name that hey you're not important enough to remember (laughs) not important enough to remember it's so fucked um (laughs) so actually i was gonna i instead of just quoting a bunch of different things um i was gonna say so throughout college i used to always go i am jose canseco i am and it didn't it didn't necessarily come from liar liar (laughs) it's even stupider than that i like one time came across on YouTube, like a tournament, uh, like a, a beer pong tournament. And it was like the <laughs> world series of like beer pong. And there were these two guys that were just like absolute assholes. Like everyone else was like really serious about it. And they were like total goofs, but they were destroying people. And when they got to the later, like, like really late in the rounds, one of them was just so drunk and he was just like still hitting cups <laughs> And he just had to be like held back, and he was like, "I am Jose Canseco. I am Jose." And I just nonstop have quoted from that. This and movie. It is it's wild that it comes liar. from this movie. Oh, uh, God. Or the yeah, in your bra is uh, great. Anyways, seven out of seven. Super quotable. It's. Uh, I don't think after all of that, it could be anything other than. I just. I I forgot how much more quotable this is than like the average movie for me i didn't even think about that and nick is so right i actually was like oh you know what i never watched liar liar and i like that movie it's fine and now i'm like yeah you know what i'm gonna watch this every sunday (laughs) that's where the jose canseco (laughs) thing came from it's a bold statement yeah um all right so we're gonna now do this for yes man i think we could probably keep it pretty short maybe possibly uh gabe do you want to just keep going sure Thank you. Uh, it's totally rewatch. <laughs> this is like a rewatchable cable type movie. Oh, um, no. I don't Nick think it's that good. No, I don't. No, I don't think it's like. 
I want to rewatch it all the time, but there are moments of it that if it's on TV, I'm going to watch it. And part of that it is was like, on it's cable just like a lot. I feel like lot. I remember yeah. Jasmine always being on cable. <laughs> I think when it came out too, I just so badly wanted there to be a good Jim Carrey movie again, yeah. like a good Jim Carrey comedy that I'd like kind of watched it a good amount. Um, it's just the problem with it is it just gets less funny each time and less interesting each time. So like it, it really does lose its rewatchability in that. Um, I actually, it, it's hard to say that this movie is very quotable too, because I say like most of the funniest moments in this movie come from Reese Darby. And a lot of those are like just his physical acting and his face. And like, it's, it's like situational comedy for him. Um, but I do, I don't know why, but I do quote certain lines like fine. I wipe my ass with fine all the time. And I forgot that that was John Michael Higgins. Um, I, I love every line that he says when he's running down the hill, mad at himself for having like not had gas and like taking that homeless guy up to Elysian park is so funny. But the one that my brother and I quote is that you want to go for a stroll through the Hills and get killed by the mansion family. Don't mind if I do. (laughs) Uh, You quote that whole thing. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, well, he'll, we'll do like all of the things. He's like, Ooh, can I please when he's by the gas pump? Uh, and I guess, like, if you had just seen this movie yesterday, you would probably say all the Red Bull lines, but that scene annoys the absolute shit out of me, so I, maybe not. I'm going to give this a... Yeah, that seems not... I'm uh, like, I really don't want to dip below four. I promise I was not going to, but I, I kind of have to. Like, out of all Jim Carrey movies, it's it's pretty low down in rewatchability, and it's not quoted very often, so, like... Two. Yeah. Two and a half. Give me two and a half. It's not the wow. lowest. Down. Bringing the points Give me down. 2.57. No, sorry. Oh, uh, six. 2.56. Lean. Nice. Thoughts? Yeah, I'm not going to give it a two, but I will give it a three in this category. Fair enough. Um, when, yeah, going back to rewatchability, I would actively go watch Liar Liar for this. If it was on, sure, I'll sit and watch it, but... I'm not yeah. going to make time out of my day to watch it, unfortunately. Um, and actually, I haven't watched this in such a long time. And when I rewatched it this weekend, the one scene that I could actually remember vividly was when the guy is on the ledge and he whips out the guitar and starts singing. Oh, yeah. I think that's the most notable, rewatchable scene in the movie, 100%. in my opinion. I got blisters on me fingers! <sighs> exactly. Um <laughs> So, yeah, give it a three. Um, That's from the movie, Layla. <laughs> yeah. I'll leave it at that. I love that. No, I think that's the pr- that's great. <laughs> Nick, if you can get yourself together and talk yeah. about this movie. Layla made a fun. Honestly, there are Layla, so many Layla quotes running through my head that I'm in the go visual to medium. <laughs> I'm, send me back up to three. You're at three? Yeah. yeah, okay, that's good because so what so one of the other reasons I'm laughing is Gabe tried to fix your te- your 3.54 earlier lean, 
But you, you actually changed that to a four. But the way you said it sounded like 3.54. So the game tried to oh, give a number that added funny. that back up to one. But actually, he didn't. It would have made it 0. 0.10. Oh, yeah. It would have had to be a four six. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Math. So that That's also. That's why we have one guy handling all of our math, was by really the way. killing me yeah. this whole time. So we're going 3-3. Three, three, and we are all going to agree. <laughs> No, don't go with three. You literally that all, hate that this was like movie. a rhyme. Uh, it was, Sorry. yeah, I know. Uh, but I'm actually, but we we don't. I'm going to give it a two. I'll never rewatch this movie again. <laughs> I'm good. Wow, I don't have any reason That's to rewatch insane it. Insane to me. What? That you won't watch it again. I won't. I don't need to. I, I no mean, I think there's a difference it. between like having like a purpose or a reason to rewatch something, right? Like, oh, yeah, yeah. he's never gonna. I think when we're talking about rewatchability in the sense of this podcast, we're talking about choosing to put it on, right? Like, I think it's probably fair to be like, I'm personally never going to choose to put this on. There are a million other things that I'd rather if my watch. If my brother was like, let's watch Yes Man, I'd be like, dude, I no guess. Man. No, I, <laughs> really? Sarah, no man. No man. No man. But I mean, Wait. like, I'd be like, sure. You know, okay. if it was like a family like thing. And I, but, but then... Like, what situation is that? New like, scenario. why would they pick that, you know? New scenario. You're walking through a building, <laughs> like, that has, like, a common area or a waiting room, sure. and Yes Man is on, and you can hear it. I'm reading, And you're mid-conversation with someone. I'm Sports someone. Illustrated and reading. So you don't turn around and watch Yes Man. No, I'm reading Sports Illustrated circa 2018. Get the fuck out of here, you know, man. I'm picking up ESPN, the magazine, I support you, and Nick. reading about, I feel that. you know college basketball or something you're throwing down the gauntlet you're saying no okay true no man yeah 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 truest i'm saying no man (laughs) sick i'm sick of this we are we're gonna move on now um to our last category (laughs) of the evening and that is legacy um yes let's stick with yes man because i'd like to finish strong um (laughs) lean do you want to kick us off with yes man yeah i'll give it another three um, is this movie really going to be talked about in the best movies ever? Most definitely not. Absolutely. Um, not. <laughs> well, let's just say comedies for short, but yes, most oh, definitely comedies. not in that category. Yeah, either. Yeah. yeah well, just across the board. I'm not going <laughs> to judge this against like Shawshank Redemption or something. Like I, yeah, I, I don't even know why I said that. I don't even care that much about that movie. Um, <laughs> We're interrupting you. Please go, Lee. <laughs> anyway, yes, I'll I'll keep it at a three here. Um, I can't. I don't think there were any cringy moments watching it now. Um, but I would agree with what I think Gabe said <laughs> earlier in that you can only watch it so many times before it's like very mid. Um, well, it's kind of already meant to begin with, so you know what I mean. Um, it's yeah. hella mid. Yeah. Three at like Threw in the hella. Threw in the yeah, bed. No cap. No cap, it's mid. <laughs> it's chuggy, dude. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, uh, Nicholas? <laughs> yeah. Um, man, it is... I'll use this time to talk about how strange it is that Jim Carrey just sort of like stopped Jim Carreying um, right around this movie yeah it's like the next movie uh, by last. the way i would be again we're gonna i'm gonna say it again i'd be remiss to not correct myself from earlier it's dr robotnik 
He plays Dr. Oh, thank Robotnik. you. Did you say Dr. Roboto? No, I said like Dr. Eggman or something. I think that's Eggman? Like, and it's like another thing in Sonic, but it's Dr. Robotnik. The children sure I work with would be very upset if I got that wrong. Okay. <laughs> um, he didn't do like anything else, um, especially not anything Jim Carrey-esque. So for that reason, I don't want to give it anything lower than a three. So I will give it a three because this is um, like a fossil. Like he doesn't, he doesn't do super Jim Carrey stuff after this movie, really. Yeah. I don't think. I mean, I think a, one, this is like yeah. a good spot to kind of in the in the sense of legacy talk about the fact that it was about I think two thousand nine, which was like right after Yes Man when. He started publicly talking about his depression, which he like was very, very, very vocal about his mental health right after Yes Man and like basically kind of went off the grid for a while because he was like openly like, I'm not well and I don't want to do this anymore. Mm -hmm. Um, So that plays, I think, a big role in all of that. Yeah, Um, I mean, that's that's probably why it meant something to him to do this movie. Yeah, I think Um, it ties in together, really, honestly, because it is a film about like the way we live life and it has that like kind of bigger right so i don't want to i don't want to knock it too bad um is it one of his best movies of all time no, no. does it fall <laughs> nicely into this category of like pleasant jim carrey movies in which he's doing what he's known for and generally doesn't seem like he hates doing it um yeah yeah for sure so i give it a three all right the, gabriel this movie did like really good work in theaters. I don't remember that. I mean, that's just kind of more of like oh, the command of him. Did it really? But yeah, I mean, it made $234 million and like most wow. movies are struggling nowadays to do that. Um, even with inflation. So, but I think that is on it, not to shit on it more. So I think that is due Please to the do. fact that what exactly we were saying, we were like, Oh my God, a Jim Carrey movie. We haven't exactly. seen him in forever. Yeah. Let's go see him yeah. in yes, man, a comedy. And then it, I will say that for it to get over like a hundred million, it has to be a little bit more than the, like, I'm just going to like, it has to be good enough that it doesn't get killed in that first weekend where everyone goes in expecting a really funny Jim Carrey movie and then walks out and is like, what the fuck was that? Mm -hmm. You know, like it kind of, and I think it's kind of what we talked about earlier that it's like really like a nice concept and it's a harmless movie. Yeah. So it it really, like, I think that's what contributed to it. Like, after the, it's like maybe like 180 million, uh, like, was exactly what you're saying. Like, we just badly needed Jim Carrey. We were like, I was starving for a fucking good Jim Carrey movie. Um, yeah. there are, I always like in comedy, I always think about how it ages over time. Cause that's kind of the legacy. And while I don't think like comedies need to be, you know, like there, if you're portraying a bad person in something, you could kind of get away with a little bit more. But when you're portraying someone that's not necessarily like a bad person, just someone that's kind of like down on their luck and wants to change, like I may be a little more. Uh, of a stickler and i definitely find like the whole persian wifefinder.com section to not be great and i don't even thank know. you for mentioning I mean, that because when i rewatched it this weekend i definitely was making a face i think the only funny thing is when when she says uh, that is so sweet carl and he's like thanks for noosh 
but like <laughs> that's to have that be a whole bit in this movie yeah. is bizarre. It's also like a lot of things don't age well, considering that like it's so like everything's like out of time, which is so weird because like liar liar, you know it's like the nineties, you know. But like this is like he's in a video store to begin it, like. That had to be one of the last video stores that ever existed in 2008. I, I mean, I guess it's like a little bit before Netflix really took off. But like, yeah, I mean, like there's that. There's like um, a lot of the, like the little like things that he does with his friends are just kind of like whatever. Also, it's repulsive. Repulsive? Maybe. I don't know. It repulses <laughs> me to see sentence. Danny Masterson in this movie <laughs> oh, and to be yes. in so much of it. That is repulsive. Danny Masterson is just repulsive. like can rot in hell. Um, that guy sucks and he's yeah. not funny and he never has been funny. He didn't need to be in this movie. Um, uh, <laughs> Thank you for bringing him up. I forgot to make a note about how much he sucks because he sucks. Yeah. He's a bad guy. He did bad <laughs> stuff. And it really does go down in time. I still... I think that there's a lot of people that know what Yes Man is. And there's a lot of people I know that would quote it. Like, including my friend Kevin quotes it all the time. So that's enough to keep me at, like, a three. Including Kevin. Of course (laughs) you do, Kevin. I think I give it a three. But it actually did pretty well. And it's not, like, the worst reviews I've ever seen. Um, But, yeah. yeah, I don't know. Jeez, that went high. All right. Well, let's, like, finish out strong here. Um, Let's do Liar, Liar. Three. All right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wait, this is the same exact IMDb score as I saw that. Liar Liar. Liar or like almost yeah. one. Yeah, Liar Liar is 6.9. Yes Man is 6.8. But if you look at Rotten nice. Tomatoes, Liar Liar is at 83 and Yes Man's at 46. But what's very weird is like critically, you can understand when critics don't like a comedy. But for audiences to not like audiences are more the like the IMDb users, but they're all like nerds. Um, but Ace Ventura, Pet Detective, and Liar Liar are under seven, which makes like legitimately no sense to me. But the critics, like, yeah, I agree. Like, it makes sense that the critics would like that. So I don't know. It's so bizarre. Yeah. But what would you have given it? Like, what do you out give of it seven? Out of seven. And like Liar Liar. Um, I think I could go with a six here because like this movie also like fucking cleaned up. This was a huge success for him. I mean, it was still at the time where like this is your marquee like comic actor out there and it made, I think like seven times its budget, which is pretty crazy. Um, Mm -hmm. considering how simple it is, it really works. Um, I think, like, any comedy will age poorly, like I said, but I think this one really, like, doesn't a lot. It's it's weirdly, even though it's an R-rated movie, it weirdly is very family-friendly. Um, and I also love, like, the fact that he's such a an absolute asshole in this movie kind of makes it so much more fun to see over time. Because it's just, like, this guy, it, like, no one would go there with it um i will say there's like a moment where he does this whole tina turner bit that like he he says this whole thing about tina turner with uh and about like domestic violence with uh jennifer tilly in her first scene that is like it's just a weird scene 
it, it, it's vaguely off, but I, I don't know. That's kind of it. Um, all the Jose Canseco references obviously like age really poorly. And the Hideo, like, the Hideo Nomo references. Yeah, I mean, you got to be a baseball fan to. Yeah, exactly. But get those. I just like. What more do people need? Like, I don't, I don't know why I get so hung up on IMDb when I also simultaneously say that IMDb doesn't matter. But, like, what do people need? This movie is so enjoyable from start to finish. Like, what makes this not, like, an 8 or 9 out of 10, at least? Uh, this well, my, guy... This, yeah, sorry, go ahead. question out of pure curiosity here. Are there any comedies that actually are an 8 out of 10 mm-hmm. or a 9 out of 10 on IMDb? No, I guess because they rate it. Like, again, that's why I differentiate between, like, rating this out of every movie that's ever yeah. came out versus comedies. But, like, and that's, I always tip my scale, too. Like, for actoring, for instance, like, I'm not expecting someone to do an Oscar reel type of thing. But, like, yeah, that's a fair point. It's also weird, like, because if you look at this director's run, um, as you mentioned earlier, like this guy made Ace Ventura, Pet Detective, and then he made The Nutty Professor, and he made Liar Liar, and he made Bruce Almighty. And, you know, I, the first three that I mentioned, like, none of them are over seven. Actually, Nutty Professor is at like a 5.9, and I don't care if that's a bad movie. That movie's hysterical, and it's <laughs> iconic, and it forever will be. Um, I just feel I, like kids don't. Kids these days don't appreciate what we had with Jim Carrey. And it's just watching something like – if I showed this to anyone younger than like 14 now, they would fucking love it. But they don't seek this out and they're like, Jim Carrey? That's stuff my grandpa would watch. Like, I don't know. All right. On that note. uh Six. (laughs) Nick, do you want to go next, please? <laughs> Grandpa, how old do you think kids are? Do you know how to do math, dude? Dude. I don't think you know how to math. Well, I mean, their grandpa could have been alive oh, when Jesus. Jim Carrey was making I Their mean, great-grandpa yeah. was. But I am going to give it... <laughs> no, this is important, Layla. <laughs> I, um, I mean, I, was, I thought seven initially... But then, like, the reason I'd go to six is because it's not, like, the most Jim Carrey, Jim Carrey character. It's a very mm-hmm. Jim Carrey performance. But, like, what's the name of his character, Lean? Don't look at your notes. Fletcher. Okay. Yeah, but would you know that if we were know that? recording, like, right after watching it? No, I wouldn't. I don't. I'm so what's bad his mask? What's his mask character? The mask. I want to say Hank, but that's the wrong movie. I don't know. Uh, Stanley Ipkiss. Stanley. I, I don't know why I always remember that one. Yeah. It's a weird name. But, but it's, okay. that's why. It's because it's a weird name. Yeah. It's, um, point was established. But, but, but even like... <laughs> yeah, was there a point actually? I don't know. Uh, yeah, it's like... It, I, I want to give it a seven because I think in the general realm of like comedy movies, it does have a really like lasting legacy that's... Great. I don't think it's like the most memorable of all movies ever. And like, if you were just going to kind of compare it just only with Jim Carrey movies, it might even be like a five. Um, so I'm going to kind of send me the gif of him when he's like outside the courtroom or something, like talking to the wife's husband, where he just looks at He does like a smiley thing and then looks angry and turns around yeah, all yeah, the yeah. time. So. 
That's so a great. That game. alone is why you should give me I mean, a seven. It's look, a this movie came very, out in 1997. It's a and very useful gift. I consider myself a connoisseur of gifts, and it is a very you, useful You're great gift. at it. All right, yeah. lean. Finish us off super strong here. Yeah, I think I'm going to say a six. I was between a six and a seven here. I think I'm going to stay with a six. It has been, what, 25, 26 years now since this movie oh, came out. Ugh. Yeah, sorry, guys, Ew. to age drop here. but um, And people are still talking about it. People still talk about it, say it's one of the best comedies they've ever watched. Um, so I think that definitely means something. Um, yeah. Who knows if it's going to be the same in 25 years, but... I mean, it's Jim Carrey. He's a classic, so I don't see how that would change, honestly. Um, were there some cringy moments watching back now? Yes, maybe. There were mm-hmm. some sexist, fatphobic comments made. Um, but, I mean, comedy was golden, so six. I also, Love like, that. again, like, he's an asshole. Like, and they're like, oh, he's a piece of shit who's very judgy, but they do set, they set up those jokes just for the purpose of the joke. And that's where it's kind of gross to me too. Like I, I agree. Like having, yeah. It was like three or four things that age not so great. They're not the worst things ever. They don't like, uh, they're not like a detriment to the movie. Right. But will I probably have like my nieces, nephews and kids watch it? Yeah, definitely. Good. Love Good. that. Good. All right, Nicholas, give it to us. Uh, 96 for Liar Liar, our winner. Um, wow. We also agreed on every category for Liar Liar, and oh. we also gave it 67676. Six, seven, six. Wow. Which is really interesting. It's one of the stranger yeah, looking it is kind of a weird columns. Yeah. You um, just outed yourself as a dork right there in that moment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Listen to stats guy over here. Yeah, <laughs> I'm into it. And then the other one gets a wait. Wait till you hear this the one. Fifty one point fifty four, um, because of Lean's very unique rating that you didn't actually give it. But I'm yeah. just going to yeah, just gonna roll with it at this point. I'm going to force. <laughs> Damn, give. it would have made it really close if, if yeah, if that. it was fifty two point one zero. It's really that decimal point. Inability to math. Can I quickly ask? No. That we rank our like our just like the top of the top Jim Carries because I, I wonder if they're all the same. Lena, I'm curious about yours. Yes. And, and Layla, you have to do this too. You want me to count down or start whichever way you like? But no, we'll do right, like a top five question. or top three. You're fine. Yeah, do five to one. Yeah. Five to one. Okay, so starting at five, Bruce Almighty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hell yeah! Wow. Except that's an unpopular opinion. But anyway. It is, uh, but that's great. <laughs> Four, The Mask. Three right. would be The Grinch. Two Whoa. would be Dumb and Dumber. And one would be Ace Ventura, When Nature Calls. The, the pet detective slander here <laughs> is not going unnoticed. It's actually wild to choose When Nature I Calls know, in top I, five. I know it is wild, but... That, that movie. But you do so, you. I support you. But, but it was so memorable for me growing up. You have no idea. Okay, I I respect it so much because it is for me too. And Steve Odekirk wrote that movie, and it's like so clearly a Steve Odekirk movie. The guy does like Kung Pao and stuff. Mm. That it is. It's its own. It's its own separate thing from Pet Detective, and it's so fucking funny. So. It is. I feel offended that Mr. Popper's Penguins wasn't on your list. Oh my god, <laughs> Layla, you do your. Five. What was that? After uh, this is a this is a 
bad idea. Yeah, it was. <laughs> well, just comedy. <laughs> I was by the completely way, joking. Like, <laughs> yeah, because I was going to say like Eternal purely... Sunshine of the Spotless, Spotless. Yeah, it, yeah, like Eternal Truman Sunshine Show. and Truman Show are like at the top right. for me. Oh well, um, I, I ranked it based off just comedies alone. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. I think he's saying that for me because like I'm not. <laughs> um, I would like to premise with like. I'm not quite as big of a fan as you all are. I love Jim Carrey and I love his movies, but I'm Good. I'm this is not going to be a list that's like curated. I'm doing this off the top of my head right now. Good. Um this is not going to be in order. I'm just going to list 5 that I love. Um definitely Bruce Almighty, definitely Mask, uh 100% The Grinch. Liar Liar. Is that 4? Mhm. Mm-hmm. I think that's 4. Uh I'm gonna stop there. <laughs> oh my god! I'm gonna. I'm gonna. <laughs> Just for you, Gabe. I, yeah, yeah. Good. Nick is at least gonna help me out here a little bit, but <laughs> no, that's fair. What I if mean, I just I, put Batman Forever number one? Yeah, I mean, it's love a great it. role. Edward Nigma. Ed Nigma. Yeah. Get it? Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm gonna go mask number lo- one. No, no, no I'm oh, going sorry, five. five. Counting down. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Have you been the last couple minutes? Mask, <laughs> liar, liar, um, uh, the Grinch, fuck yeah, Ace Ventura, Pet Detective, Dumb and Dumber. Wow. Yeah, I, I I'm, I'm with it. Finkel I, is Einhorn. I did Einhorn say that is Finkel is one of the things I yeah, quote the oh, most in easily. No context at all. <laughs> Just yeah, all the time. I. I almost, by the way, before I rewatch Liar Liar, I almost went with me, myself, and Irene at number five because that movie is very slept on, and he goes yeah. so far in that movie with his comedy. Yep. Um, but I'm going to go Liar Liar at number five. I'm going to go The Mask at number four. The Mask is weirder and weirder the more you watch it, but it's also funnier and funnier the mm-hmm. more you get it. Um and then I'll do Ace Ventura when nature calls, Ace Ventura Pet Detective in Dumb and Dumber. But Pet Detective is like barely off of Dumb and Dumber. Wow. But I just like out of sheer quotability for me, it's Dumb and Dumber. But the Pet Detective it, might you know? be the most fun. I think Pet Detective is like the most fun comedy that's ever existed. Um, besides certain scenes in When Nature Calls. Uh, I do love the Grinch. I think that he deserved like an Oscar nomination for the Grinch. I'm not even joking about that. I know you're but not. <laughs> as a movie, I just like I can't get behind putting that above like my favorite comedies that's, ever. That's fine. That's fair. Lean, All right. So kind the, of why was the Grinch on your list, Lean? Because so many people forget that it's Jim Carrey who plays the Grinch. Okay. Okay. And. Mm-hmm. See, it's but, on my list because it's my favorite Christmas movie. Oh, I yeah, no, it's I don't even care that I mean, it's a Christmas movie. Honestly, that, I would that argue that like, I quote that more than I quote exactly. like any of these. Other I was gonna say that's a, that's a super quotable movie Drink. for me, and Drink. I probably would not rewatch that movie if Jim Carrey was not the Grinch. Truthfully, so. yeah, no, super fair oh, for yeah. sure. It wouldn't be my favorite Christmas movie. I I mean I Drink. think what we just did kind of takes care of a little bit of our recommendations, but are there outside of Jim Carrey movies that you guys think uh, like people should be watching that are similar or other comedians? Go ahead, Gabe. <laughs> just one Jim Carrey thing. I just think that people have really, a lot of people haven't seen man on the moon. And that's one of the most incredible Jim Carrey performances um, where he plays Andy Kaufman. Yeah. Uh, have is, you watched Andy and me by the way? Yeah, which is also incredible. So I yeah. I highly recommend watch Man on the Moon and then watch Andy and Me. 
it's it's remarkable what he did for that movie. Um, totally slept on it. Also, Andy Kaufman was like a comedic genius as well. Um, but I'll let anyone else do any other wrecks. I was trying to think of like good slapstick. I mean, I think no, those are Mr. Great. Popper's Penguins. Yeah, I mean, honestly, Please it don't. slaps. <laughs> we have to stop mentioning that in case somebody Penguins. believes us and actually spends <laughs> their time watching Mr. Hey, Popper's Penguins. We almost, did Mr. we almost did Mr. Popper's Penguins on this episode. <laughs> yeah, I would have yeah, We it almost out did, for sure. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. no, we love to I shit can't. on things on this pod. <laughs> Yeah, it's true. It's true. Um, I it, just wish there were, like, I wish I could recommend more. I wish there were comedies like these. Like, I just, I don't know why there aren't. Lean, were you going to say something? Well, to get point really quick is, it's, I, I mean, it's really because it's Jim Carrey. Nobody really does hmm. the character and the acting he does. And if you're looking for that, you're not going to find it. Unfortunately. <laughs> like the last really good comedy. Like, I say now. game night usually. If I'm talking about like strictly a comedy, but like that's a different style of comedy too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's more of a genre bending one. Like I laughed yeah. a lot at the menu, but I don't evolve. consider it. They're all it. Netflix, yeah. right? You know, comedies now. Yeah. Are there any? It's all like Kevin Hart. Yeah. It's literally all Kevin Hart. <laughs> like I actually don't know who else is a comic actor it's anymore. It's gonna slip into madness if you keep him talking about. Uh, this. Yeah, let's get at <laughs> it. I know this yeah. is a lot. Do you want to? Um, I mean, do you want to plug us, Gabe? <laughs> well, first, let's say thank you to Lean. Oh, oh. my gosh. Thank you, Lean. <laughs> no I problem, assume guys. Gabe would, but... <laughs> I don't know if I follow Lean on Instagram, but if you want followers, we're going to we're gonna tag you. No. Yeah. Oh, so wow. she, not I'm not on life. Instagram like that, but I oh, uh, okay. appreciate that. <laughs> what do you mean, like that? <laughs> I, I don't have like a personal Instagram account that I actively use. Okay. Well, um, we appreciate having you I love that for you. On. Yeah. <laughs> like, I really love that for you. <laughs> we have more than one thing in common, Lean. Yeah. That's awesome. Oh, yeah. Nick doesn't more have More than one. just our Jim Carrey affinity. Yeah. Well, I, Lean. Yeah. Absolute pleasure to have you on Yeah, this. it was so and great. I had such a great Jim time. Jim Carrey, it's like, oh, my God. Yeah. You could come on when we do All the, the next Jim Carrey, Jim Carrey movies, yeah. for sure. Or any other Mr. movies that you want to do. The Mr. Popper's <laughs> Penguin no, no, no. special yeah, I was that just we just do next. Jim on. As long as it's not Mr. Popper's Penguins, I'm in. <laughs> well, now it's Now I feel like you be. have to be on Now it's going to be Horton Hears a Who. Yeah. Well, we could do we could do the... We could do the um, you have Almighty to... the Mask episode because I think yeah. that's yeah. a solid comparison. Or you can do There's like the one non-comedy one. ones, like the Truman Show, which is a personal favorite. Yeah, I would of mine love. Too. Same, agree. Let's Eternal do the Majestic versus yeah. Number Twenty Seven and get it real. Twenty Seven? Yeah, I said twenty three. Maybe I don't know. it is twenty three. Anyways, <laughs> it is. Yes. It is 23. Michael Jordan, LeBron James. That so movie is so fucking bad. Nick and I watched that really drunk one time, and it was just like God, horrible. Anyways, <laughs> dude, so bad. You guys, I haven't been great about this, but by the time you hear this episode, there will be some posts. But you can follow us on Instagram, uh, Instagram.com/facingoffpod, or just look up Facing Off pod it's gonna be really helpful so you know what's coming out there and also uh there's memeages on that so uh uh it, it, a lot of jim carrey gifts and memes are coming your way uh also yeah i mean sounds delightful layla um also the next episode we do might be for a bit and i mean that in the most mysterious possible way <laughs> 
Uh, <laughs> Nick, if you ever send off, I got one too. I will take it, Stop drinking the 